So this is what I think about policing. I think that police need to do a police job, which is when you see someone trying to start something with someone or any kind of altercation going on, you intervene, you help people, um, you maybe go investigate other crimes when you can become a detective. Um, but uh, you don't walk up to people at random just because you say they look suspicious and ask them for identification and where they're coming from and where they're going. That's immoral, man. That to me is immoral. Um, you don't approach people who aren't suspects in a crime. You don't approach people who aren't uh, fitting the description of a suspect in a crime. You just don't do it just because you want to do it. Where's your morale at? They didn't tell you to do that. I know they didn't because that's against our constitutional rights as human beings, as citizens of the United States. You can't just force us. You can't walk up and force information out of people unless it's a consensual acquaintance. Now, I don't like police that do that because I think it's immoral. It's, it's definitely unconstitutional. Um, you can see videos about it all over the Internet. All you do is go to YouTube. They're all over the place. Um, it's like uh, it's almost as if they're just trying to keep their job. You think to yourself, it's like, why are you approaching me when I've done nothing to look suspicious? How do you look suspicious? I don't get that. How can you look suspicious? That sounds pretty lame to me. So anyway, uh, I think they should be policing. I don't think uh, they need to have drones flying around or or facial recognition technology or or all those other toys that they have. I don't think that the American people should be funding that. Um, yeah, I don't think this should become a police state. Um, I've got respect for anyone, whether you're a policeman or a fireman or anybody who treats me with respect and conversates or, you know, like a human being should, um, I got no problem with that. Yes, sir. Here's my identification. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, when you start asking me questions about where am I going and where have I been and no, man, never mind. Now we're on the wrong page. See, it's not really your business and you know that, but what makes you think that it's like you're insulting everyone's intelligence because you don't know if this person knows their rights or not, but you're hoping, I guess, that they don't. And I don't like that. It's underhanded. You're going to take advantage of people who don't have, who aren't educated on their rights. Um, I don't like that. Uh, um, when you, in my opinion, when you lock someone up for nothing, whether it's for three days, because that's as long as we can hold you without charging you, you know, whether it's uh, a couple of weeks before someone signs an affidavit saying you had nothing to do with why they arrested you or, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. When you take someone to a cage who did nothing wrong, you're taking a part of their life. You're, you're twisting their entire life like a lug wrench coming in and just twisting part of their life into something else. Because when you put someone in there, those people don't care. No one in there cares about you. Not the officers. No one around you cares about you. And they're not concerned with your well-being. They really and truly are not. So when you put someone in there, to me, in my opinion, that's a very 
serious thing to do. And you better have a good reason. And in my opinion, if there's no victim, you shouldn't be incarcerated for your for decades. That doesn't even make sense. Come on. No victims. Anyway, that's kind of getting off subject, but the policemen are the first ones who respond to a crime and they are the first to report it. So you can't really say it's the judge or the jury's fault because the first ones to introduce it were the policemen. All right. It's going by their word. And I've seen it time and time again where they fill their reports the way they want it to look when it's not true. And you're like, what is the idea behind this? Um, but it shouldn't be so twisted and crooked. In my opinion, it should be more transparent. Um, you shouldn't discriminate against people. Uh, that stuff in New York, stop and frisk. I mean, if I lived in New York, I probably would have moved to Canada immediately if I if I'd had that happen to me. No, I'm moving to Canada. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I got felonies, so I can't just bounce over to Canada. But uh, had I known, had I been in a place like that, I might have thought the whole world was that way. Which brings me to another point. You don't have to live in these police states, people. You can move out of where, where you're being policed to an extreme. I mean, they're being the extremists at, the, at some point in some of these states, some of these counties and states, cities. They're the police are the extremists. They need to get you in their system and crank you through there and make that money. That's that's extreme capitalism to me. Um, when these guys put you in there, they know that there's a possibility you could be raped, beaten, murdered. Uh, they know all this. So why would they take the chance of throwing you in that cage with those people if you don't deserve to be there? You see, and that's what I've seen throughout my life. See, I don't get my information just from watching the television. I've lived it. I've seen it. I know. I've met these guys. Um, yeah, uh, it upsets me again to see, to see on the morning news that they're murdering people again. And they're like using the same murderous techniques. And I mean, and I'm like, what do you guys really think? You think you can do anything you want to the people? Really? That's what it looks like. You think you can do anything you want. It's crazy until you're on camera. Once you're on camera, you stop. That's interesting. I've noticed that. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, you get them on camera and they start changing their tune because now they know that they can't hide their lies. Okay. A lot of these guys, they're not great people. They go on the force and the force doesn't know it until after they've been there for 20 years and they find out he was a rapist for 20 years, you know, like that one in California. I mean, everything that guy, everybody that got arrested should be let off the hook. <laughs> I mean, if there wasn't enough evidence, they should go back and let everybody that that guy put in jail, they should either award them with some money or something. I mean, who you taking the word of this guy for decades and this guy's raping and murdering people throughout the decades and his word is better than the citizens he throws in the cage. I mean, what makes people do things like that? That state trooper on the side of the road in L.A. beating that, that old homeless lady. What was that about? 
Could you look more evil? I mean, where does this come from? What makes them think this is okay? And that's what's come to a head in the country is people are tired of seeing that. They're tired of experiencing it. They're tired of hearing about it. They're tired of it. And it's affecting the world. This COVID-19 thing may actually have subsided a little earlier, possibly, had we not had to go out and and protest because the police were murdering people while we're all inside. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They got all these hundreds of thousands of people out here protesting in a during a pandemic. Look, look, look where the source is. Right there in Minneapolis. That's where it first started. It should have it started a long time ago, but that's where it picked up at and it picked up right in the middle of a pandemic. Have a great day. Hmm.